what's up guys welcome back to the flutter pod my name is mitch and i am joined with my good friend david david how you going this week i'm doing very good how are you yeah doing pretty good as well um we have some cool things to talk about this week and just to give people a quick overview of what today is about we'll have some flutter you know reddit news and also david's going to talk about some tips on like app store submission which funnily enough i've personally only submitted <laughs> to the play store before and obviously as a flutter developer i want to make ios uh public publish ios apps as well so i've been delaying that so much so that's my goal <laughs> for the end of this year to publish more ios apps so we'll talk about that for a bit mm-hmm. um and then yeah at the end of it we'll just talk about some you know coding journey stuff and i also made a google form for people to submit their own flutter apps which if we find one that i like i'm going to start reviewing them on my main channel to help That's other flutter cool. devs so so yeah we'll link all that stuff and get to it um you know throughout the podcast but just to start us off i thought it would be nice <laughs> to just have a kind of light-hearted conversation about a question i ask basically every tech person um, I'm always interested to know what is your phone history? Mm. Like what devices <laughs> did you have from the very beginning? Um, and also it doesn't have to be a phone. If you were really young and your first device was maybe like a Game Boy or something, you know what I mean? Like it could be, <laughs> what, was, what was your tech history, I guess, oh, of devices? History. What was the really... first thing that you ever got? <laughs> the first piece of tech I ever got was like a, like a super simple phone, uh, like a super simple phone, like only phone functionalities. I remember it was super cool. It's like in, it's like almost like in a, it's in a like a gamepad uh, format. It's like there there are five or there are a few buttons on the left and a few buttons on the right. They're like one two three four five and then the other numeric buttons and then there's like hash, hashtag pound or I mean pound like asterisk, other little buttons and then on the middle there's like a teeny tiny screen. Um, but that was my first phone. Uh, it even has what, an MP3 what, player. What was the brand? Do you, do oh, you I forgot. It's like some random phone. Right. It's like not, wow. not a smartphone. Just a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> was it a Chinese company or? Probably. I, 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 I forgot. It might even be Nokia. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, <laughs> I know the names of everything I had. Like, the the brand name, at least. Like. Mm. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, and then I own the flip phone. I I actually really like that phone, uh, mm. but but eventually I think I lost it a few times. <laughs> uh, now at least we we don't really lose our phones that much, right? Yeah, why but is that? I, I, why why did I lose the phone, or why why nowadays people don't lose their phones? Yeah, like the phone is like attached to your body so much that like yeah I, people <laughs> like they just don't lose it or something like <laughs> i think there's like we, we depend on it so much more than just mm. making phone calls i think that's probably yeah. why but my first smartphone was an iphone 4s that was like that that was my birthday gift that was wow really, that is an amazing really, that is an amazing that was, first gift that was, first. <laughs> I was really 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 happy and that was like mm. the time when I, when I got the phone i was like i gotta make iphone apps um, mm. So that was 2000. Um, Maybe not. 2011. 2011. Oh, okay. 2011. Yeah. That's the year that Steve Jobs died. Right. Yeah. That's his like. That he didn't. He he didn't actually go to the presentation for iPhone 4s. But uh, but yeah, mm. I, I that that's the first phone with with uh, Siri. I remember. So I was like mm. asking Siri questions. Like Siri was so dumb back then, but. Uh, 
I can only ask her like set amount of questions. Right. Uh, I mean, back but, then it was like a fun little gimmick. It's like no one's ever yeah. seen anything like that before. It's like you just talk. <laughs> it's just like tell me a joke, and it'll just tell you a joke. It's like wait, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I was like, I got the phones. Like, I gotta make apps for this. Um, mm. I didn't end up making apps for that because I remember back then it was Objective C. It was so hard. Mm. I, I I could not right. figure out anything. Like I, okay. The problem is that I didn't even have a Mac back then. I think I got my oh. first Mac. What when when I was fourteen, I got a MacBook Pro. Mm. It's like a the the lowest configuration. Uh, yeah. But it was still very expensive. I remember. It was still very expensive, but um, I think I I got the phone because or not no, I got the the MacBook because like um like I'm like I that that's like the only thing I I really wanted um because I I'm like at, at that point I'm already like very into programming so that that was the main reason but I remember it was really expensive I feel kind of bad but that that's when I really started <laughs> I think oh wait, 2015 2015 right. Uh, that that's when Swift came out, and that's when I started learning Swift. So that was like, mm. um, I, I could I could actually learn Swift rather than Objective C. But but yeah, I and then after the iPhone 4s, I owned an iPhone 6s, um, and after that, I owned an iPhone 10, and now I'm using iPhone 12. Wow, you've never used an Android phone in your life. I've never used Android phones. <laughs> Interesting. I've never. Oh, I, I have used Android phones, and I have like Android phones for testing. I, I got a, I got a Pixel. This is a Pixel mm. three for like, for testing. This is my friend's old phone. She doesn't want it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I actually got got it from, so my friend got it from her friend just for me to test apps. I was gonna yeah, return yeah, it right. to her, but I never got got the chance to return it to her. <laughs> she probably don't yeah. want it anyways. There are like so many phones like just become like tech garbage. Yeah. Like after they have so a new phone. Yeah, like so many phones just <laughs> like I That's like yeah. That's like that's like me as well. I just have like mm. all these like phones like lying around. <laughs> oh like I still got my iPhone ten. This is my it's my iPhone ten. Yeah. And like You know, I, I used got, to like, like uh, I when I Oh uh, nice. Really <laughs> when I used to like buy a new when i got a new phone i would always like sell my previous phone oh um, but but then it got to a point where like me selling that phone like the second hand phone is like the money i get from it is getting lower to the point where like i probably <laughs> just get more used just keeping it and yeah. as you said like just having it around for some testing you know like yeah um, it's like what i need to just have <laughs> Mm. Yeah, this this iPhone 10 brought me so much value. Like, I'm still using mm. it. Wow, so good. iPhone this 10 phone is so the, good. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, you know, just you were talking about the iPhone 4, like 4s. Mm-hmm. That was the phone for me when I would say I realized I like fell in love with tech, basically, because I was just mm. so in awe at that, especially like the physical like design of it i was like this just looks yeah. so sexy like i just can't like i'll be at <laughs> night i'll be at, at night just on youtube just watching like iphone 4 like videos just people like hands-on like mm-hmm. and then um yeah i just i was just so amazed i mean even before that i had phones and game boys and stuff but like 
nothing felt as pristine as that. It just felt like a phone <laughs> from the future. Like it just yeah. felt like some alien phone. Like I was like, <laughs> wow, it's all boxed up. Um, but anyway, for me, like I, um, my first tech device ever. I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, probably it was like a Game Boy. I think. Mm. Um, I'm 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 like three or four years older than you, so I don't know what you know generation like of mm. games like you played but like you know i did that whole thing like pokemon games like, like oh wow like, yeah i went through that whole whole whole, whole thing um but anyway <clears> like outside in... of the oh yeah, sorry yeah. <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> no 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 go you're gonna say something about games oh yeah no i was just saying i, I was in china so I, I didn't even have like the the game boys aren't available i don't think it's available i only see like kids oh. on like psps the oh PlayStation wait Portable. so no no nintendo devices no i haven't seen like i haven't seen a lot of nintendo it's probably it was probably available i might have seen like a f- like one but right. i don't really remember i remember most kids that i saw who have like portable gaming stations or using yeah ps we're playing psps i had that one as well psp um mm-hmm. wait just as a general side question just got me thinking like how popular is iPhone in China? Like, I, I would say, like, pretty popular, but not that, yeah. uh, not as popular in the U.S. Because I heard in the U.S., like, iPhone, um, the iPhone, like, market share just um, went over 50%. That's crazy. Mm. Like, in America, you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can, like, I can look this up real quick. Um, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a big stat. Yeah, <laughs> More that's than a, that is a big stat. Is there, yeah, is there Apple know. stores in China? Yeah, there there are plenty. Okay, iPhone um, market share thirteen um, percent. That sounds about right. Mm. Right. Um, wait, wait. Say that again. Did you say what did you say? How many percent? Thir- thirteen. Thirteen. iPhone is thirteen percent. Yeah. In China. All oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Yeah, iPhone, and then I. Uh, Huawei, yours, the rest are just Android phones. I feel like iPhone yeah. is kind of priced like too high for uh, in, in China because you know like different countries have like different, you know like just consumer price index um, indices. Yeah, but like iPhones are yeah. priced the same in all the countries and almost the same in like all the right. countries, right? So you you got like in China like things are generally cheaper, but then you got iPhones mm. that are like American. <laughs> like standard price yeah yeah um but yeah so that's that was probably why yeah i i also like the fact that i mean this is kind of funny to say but i like the fact that you're chinese and <laughs> like because like it gives me a different perspective on a lot of things like for example mm. like um because like i'm korean so if i go korea mm-hmm. then like the the phones are all samsung or you'll see oh. iphones like sprinkle iphones but it's like in china it's like you got you got huawei you got oppo um, yeah what, what's a, what's another big chinese company xiaomi. uh xiaomi yeah there's a lot um, yeah there's a lot of different like there's vivo um yeah yeah there's like a lot of different brands there's honor honor's like an off-brand huawei um, oh, honor yeah yeah it's like a side branch yeah but like huawei's the huawei's the big dog though right yeah huawei um yeah they they like they they also try to make like um like 
like I guess what do you call these flagship phones? Like they're expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. But what sell the most are like the the cheaper phones that sell the sell、mm. the most. Um. Well, one thing in the U.S. though is that like in the U- I'm not sure about in Australia, but in the U.S. like everybody texts. So weird. Like people just send text messages instead of using the chat、yeah. app. Because like if you want to send text to an Android user from from an iPhone, like you、mm. can't send like high, you can't send files, you can't send high resolution images, you can't send like longer videos, like so many、uh, so many limitations. You can't like turn、mm. on like read, you can't react. Ah、um, oh, right, yeah, yeah. But like text functionality is really limited. But like an iPhone user to an iPhone user, a lot of people talk about this. Like MKBHD talked about it. He's like located in the US.、Yeah. So、like blue bubble versus green bubble. Um, mm. I actually had a friend. She got an iPhone just to、mm. have a gre- have green bubbles. So like, yeah, there are some numbers of like in US, eighty percent of the teen teenagers use iPhones, and that's like I, I feel like that that's like something that's really unique <laughs> about yeah know, like iPhone market in U- in the US. That's kind of strange. But that, that's yeah, I, <laughs> no, I think that's the interesting thing because I think yeah, it does work a little differently in America. Like, because when I text and I don't use any like messaging platform and I just use the default texting app,、mm-hmm. like you can still send you know videos and images and whatnot.、Um, mm. Yeah, so like I don't. Yeah, it's like when I heard NKBHD talk about that, it's like I never experienced that as a big deal. Like, do you use、uh, having a green bubble?、Mm, do you use WhatsApp? WhatsApp. Uh, I used to, not anymore. Oh, you just text. I just、yeah. use, or、well, I'll use text, or maybe like Facebook Messenger, or、oh. um, yeah, something like that. I that、see. was actually another. That was actually another question I was gonna ask you. <laughs> like, if you go to your um screen time, or like maybe、uh-huh. you know yourself, what is, what is your top five apps? I mean, you're an app developer. I should.、Uh, like, what is the top five apps you use? I should check that. That that's interesting. I'm actually. <laughs> Because we know that we know that no one downloads apps these days, and、yeah. what are the dominant uses of your apps? Wait, let me look at my screen time. See all activity. Okay, I have.、Uh, so my my、uh, here's my wait. wait <laughs> I need to do week. Okay,、uh, WeChat ten hours.、Um, oh, WeChat. YouTube, okay, that makes sense. YouTube one hour.、Uh, Instaboard.、Mm. <laughs> I was on Instaboard、uh, almost an hour. Uh, Safari thirty、yeah. five minutes notes, or notes in Slack, um, like something like that. That's for your whole week. You、yeah. you had WeChat was I'll just I'll I'll exclude WeChat because that's messaging. You're gonna use that a lot.、Um, <laughs> I was mostly like video calling.、Uh, YouTube ten hour or sorry YouTube one hour for the week. I don't usually you watch watched YouTube. You watched one hour of YouTube in your whole week. No, I, one hour on my phone for the whole week. On your phone, okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't like watching things on my phone. Right, right. <laughs>、uh, I watch a lot of stuff on my phone. Like,、um, I, I feel like phone I doesn't mean, like. I feel like watching something on the phone. If it's good, it depreciates the value. Like, I want to、mm-hmm. enjoy it on my on my like larger screens. Right. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like that larger screen as well. But just sometimes, like, when I'm just like. Like living my day, like I'll just play like a podcast or something, and it's just always playing. Like you'll、uh, be shocked at this number. I'm just looking at my week average.、Um, I used 
this week <laughs> is crazy. I used 20 hours of YouTube this week. Oh my gosh. My <laughs> okay, I guess... That's, that's excluding you're, desktop. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a YouTuber, though. That might be different. I mean, like, even if I wasn't making YouTube videos, I consume mainly YouTube. That's my main source of everything mm. for me no, I, I consume a lot oh. of youtube as well which is, I, I just don't really do it on on my phone right 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 mm. um but yeah, yeah 20 hours actually... a week that's kind of crazy <laughs> 20 hours that's oh actually the gosh. only yeah that's the only thing i i basically use like 20, 20 like in this week in this week youtube was 20 hours and the next one down is tiktok two hours which mm. isn't so bad like i put a time limit on this stuff by the way like on oh. screen time like i limit and then it comes up. It's like, oh, your time limit is is, is oh. over. Like, yeah. Sometimes I do ignore it, but it's good to know. Like, let the phone uh-huh. tell me. Like, yeah, I should I should get back to work. Like, <laughs> um, what's your third most? <laughs> my third most is probably uh, Reddit. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, it's between like Reddit and um, Chrome, actually. Mm. I used to browse a lot of Reddit. I feel like just recently I've been too busy because you really my Reddit screen time should be a lot more. Hmm. Um. You know, I was just talking to one of my students. Like, I always like asking this question of like what apps you use, mm-hmm. just because you know we make apps. And um, he is in year nine. It's a like grade nine, like so, in high school. Um. And, yeah, first year high school. Yeah, and. He doesn't use Reddit at all. And he also oh. doesn't use TikTok at all. So I was like, what the huh. hell do you use? And he just... That's why I always love asking the younger generation, like, what they use and stuff. Like, So what um, do they use? I was like... Yeah, I was just like, what do you use? And he's like, he uses Snapchat and... Oh. Play, plays, like, games and stuff. Maybe Discord. Yeah. I um, see. Huh. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. Anyway. Now, I'm kind of, like, going on to our next topic oh yeah you do you want to talk about this eval pad oh yeah oh yeah so okay so kind of switching gears um yeah i was like browsing reddit this um this uh week and then saw this um reddit post i i previously i saw this uh author posting on reddit before so pretty much uh okay so short intro it's called flutter underscore eval eval short for evaluation um so it's pretty much <laughs> it's like it can uh, in short it can achieve uh react native code push in flutter so you're able to bypass the app store theoretically you, you are able to bypass the app store review if this pa- if this mm. package gets more mature and it's able to evaluate and by evaluating i mean pretty much just in time uh, either just in time, like interpret, or or does it even compile? It might it might compile uh, your code that is in like a string text in literals in in just you know string values. So that mm. gives you the fix- flexibility of like pretty much server driven you know app content. So you can right. pretty much remotely update your app content, and your app content will be rendered natively, and that's just really cool. Whoa. However, I do think that this probably will only work for simple screens because um, mm. it, I don't know, it's kind of hard to write your code in plain text. <laughs> um, <laughs> and 
and also like your code more likely is going to involve like evolve like i don't know like some state and this code like it's kind of hard to just de debug this like with just plain text but i mean i'm sure there are like use cases where you got some like code that's like it's you you want to update like really frequently but you want to like have it sort of like i don't know <laughs> you you, you want it just that, so that like you can just update the code and just to a server and then the clients would just get that code and then pretty much run it locally um, so there's a demo in this site uh, or in this uh readme of the the pub package they got like pretty much a uh like a dart pad but written in like pretty much they they made their own dart pad with their eval yeah. package i thought it was really cool um one thing to keep in mind is that this is still early um there are only they're like only like a set amount like there's only a set amount of like widgets that are sort of like implemented that you can actually use um mm. there are like probably i don't know like seems like a lot of widgets but not um maybe like when you want to um use some like uh like a listener widget that's when it let's say uh i don't see gesture detector yeah mm. um let me see yeah i don't see I don't see gesture detector, and also I don't see uh I don't see I don't see like uh, outline outline button. So there are mm. some things that are not being like sort of <laughs> not not being sort of like implemented. But yeah, but but still, this is really cool, and this opens up a lot of doors. So I thought it's worth mentioning. Right. Yeah, I'm just reading the the Reddit post um, that he had. He said it's a code editor he wrote three years ago before Flutter even really supported text input on desktop. Mm. Wait, so are we like... No, it doesn't change the background color. It doesn't? Yeah. Are you trying to on the, the eval pad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think... Either because you might have made a typo, or yeah, uh, I had to I had to type out the full thing. <laughs> yeah, you have to make sure. Oh, that you're I, you're right. I I yeah. did make a typo. Oh, it works. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I didn't realize how uncomfortable it is that it doesn't show the options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, this this is this is cool though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like this, like, if this is, like, mature, there's, like, a lot of possibilities that we can do with this. But, yeah, um, feel free to check it out. It's for their eval. Yeah, we'll link it below. Um, just about good. the code push, like, is that allowed by Apple? I think so, yeah. Like, you, you can... Like, games do that all um, the time. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you don't you don't update the the yeah. new version of the app. They just code push, right? App Store just doesn't allow like if your entire app is just a web view. Mm. Uh, app App Store Apple doesn't allow. Yeah. That. Do you remember the drama with the Fortnite? You know that game. Yeah, that that's a different thing though. That's right. So, 
that's sort of a different thing. We, we can touch on that later um, if we talk about like outsource submission stuff. But oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's like that. That has to, has to do with like payment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, payment versus the in-app purchases stuff. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, so like what uh, what Fortnite people want to do is that they want to like. So App Store payment, App Store takes like 30%, right? If you're not small business. Yeah. They have a small business uh, program where they only take 15% instead of 20, uh, instead, mm. instead of uh, 30. But still, like, it's, still, it's a lot, right? So mm. um, you technically, you can like lead your users to your website and have your users pay there. So what Fortnite mm. did was that uh, they said that, oh, pay in our website and you'll get like, something extra coins i forgot what was the reward but you're not you're not allowed to do that um based on like on the app store you're not allowed to like lead your users to like separate you know sort of like like a separate site like at mm-hmm. least uh, or for like net netflix you can't even purchase yeah. a netflix subscription on your um ipad or iphone right um they just have to have you do it on, on their site but that's kind of like, that's that's that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I saw like somewhere when that was happening. I think it was like Spotify or something. If you buy the Spotify Premium through the app, it's a certain price more expensive than if you down if you bought it off their website. I think, yeah, that's like another that. route they could do. Yeah, um, yeah, that it does raise a lot of interesting questions about. Like, cause they, I remember when that was happening, they were talking about like Starbucks. Like, if I buy a coffee off Starbucks, do they take thirty percent of that? It's like a weird. It's like a weird thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. But I mean, like, if you look at like games, like console games, do that. Like, ha- console games have been doing that for forever. They, they like charge a fee for like if you're a game seller. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to have like sell your games on console, you got like. If if you're yeah. going to retail stores, you you have to pay like so much, right? Like you yeah, you don't yeah. get the full share. Um, Wait, speaking of which, how much is the Google fee? Like how much do they 30. take if you have it's a, also oh, they're, oh, they're both okay, yeah. right, right, yeah. Because Fortnite when when they when they like remove Fortnite, um, so Google also removed Fortnite when Apple removed yeah. Fortnite. But, yeah, and then yeah, I remember that because um. Android phones are more like hacky in that way of like you can download the APK like sideload it <laughs> onto your device. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, just if, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if you've ever done that, but like it feels very like I mean we know what we're doing, uh-huh. but like if you're not comfortable with with doing that stuff, then it you feel kind of scared. The phone is like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, yeah, this is like, like from unknown com- source on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, just to, uh, it's interesting. Like if you, I don't know if you, how much you've thought about this, but like, I'm sure in the future with your own apps, like Instaboard, you'd want to charge people, right? Yeah. Like how, how would that work in terms of like, if you have an app in the app store, like I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. Okay. How, like money flowing through. Yeah. So I will have to use in-app purchase. So for the, there's a package called in-app purchase that goes yeah. through Apple and Google's in-app purchase and I I will have to have a thirty percent fee like or thirty percent being deducted from whatever right. I get. Um so 
But on the web version, I could just use Stripe. Mm. And Stripe, like, Stripe probably takes like less than five percent. Like yeah. in-app purchases, like to buy a premium account on your, yeah, on your maybe app, basically. So, yeah. mm-hmm. What if I already paid you for a premium account off the app, like on the web, and then I should be able to use that account in the app, right? Yeah, that works. Okay, I'm just so mm, I, I'm yeah. just not I'm just not allowed to ask users to to pay like I'm not allowed to ask users to go for other ways to paying it hmm okay right okay yeah ah yeah they're gonna collect <laughs> their money yeah, <laughs> like they're... Apple's gonna yeah <laughs> it's like a big income for them yeah yeah and mm-hmm. also I mean I do as a developer I guess you do I guess some somewhat rationalize it in the sense that like at least they provided that platform like I wouldn't be able to yeah. create this app and put it anywhere so whatever take my 30 <laughs> percent yeah I, I feel like I, i'm i'm like one of the people who are like more more uh open to like the idea of them uh, taking 30 percent because like 30 percent is a lot of money but uh like they did provide this like really like trustworthy platform mm. like like iphone yeah. users they're they, they trust the app store they trust like apps from the app store i, mm. I feel like that's something that i feel like yeah. takes effort to build like the trust yeah exactly yeah but yeah um no maybe mm-hmm. like let's talk about that like the app store submission mm-hmm. um yeah i know, was i think oh yeah sorry go ahead oh yeah no i was just gonna quickly say um just talking about the app store submission yeah i think on google they don't i don't think they do a good job compared to apple app store of rigorously reviewing your app mm. <laughs> <laughs> like like i've definitely uploaded some apps on the google play store that doesn't work properly <laughs> like it'll just crash like, but you can download and i'm like wait what <laughs> like, um. oh yeah um yeah I'm, I, I so i was working on this app called instaboard and uh i'm yeah. i'm planning to submit this app like to the app store uh tomorrow probably today or tomorrow i'll probably do it tonight Whoa. or I'll, I'll probably do it tomorrow yeah <laughs> so um exciting yeah um i've been I submitted a few, uh, a few apps before, and there's like this entire process. I feel like um, uh, it could it could be like it could be you know like it could s- seem like a lot of trouble if you're doing it the first time, but after after a few times you 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 get the gist of it. But there's just like a few quirks um, that you have to know. So um, I feel like I guess I I'll, I'll just like give you a quick tour of like what the submission yeah. process like. So first of all, you have Please. to ha- you have to pay, right? You have to <laughs> you have to pay a ninety nine dollars a year. That's that's kind of that's kind of unfortunate to be honest. That's a lot of money, but um, but if you do pay that, you get access to beta software. That's something for a plus. And also, you can also increase your number of how many physical devices you can test your app on from three physical devices to a hundred physical devices. So a hundred physical devices per year, and the next year you can clear that. Um, so, uh, there's also a difference between your own Apple developer account and or, an organization Apple developer account. Uh, it actually mm. costs the same. It, uh, it, they all cost $99 a year. The only difference, and also they, they all, they're almost the same, like in terms of benefit wise. The only, like, I would say tangible 
uh, there are only like two tangible tangible benefits are that first of all like uh for the developer um like if you're an individual account like normally like just regular account the developer name is going to be your legal name it can only mm. be your legal name you can't even change that um but if your organization account it'll be your organization and you can like name your organization whatever like right you you it has to be a legal entity though um mm. so a brief description on that route so like if you don't have a legal entity I, I don't know about like laws like other places but in the u.s you just like you know register a company in a state um there are different states yeah. some states are stricter some states ask you to pay more fees or some days some states are really cheap to start a company yeah. but after you start a company uh you have to get a uh duns number so that's called you can look it up it's called duns duns number it's free you can just apply it and you'll get the duns number so uh as soon as you have the company registered um you can try to get the duns number it'll probably take like a week less than a week probably five days um so once you get a duns number how the process is that you just submit a request a customer request to apple and apple will call you to confirm a few things and start a migration process to migrate your personal account to an organization account and your personal account will no longer exist what your it will be it will become the organization account um mm. so that's that um and and yeah so like once you have the account you can like you know you create an app in that in there the name actually uh has to be unique uh like if you had an app if you if there's an app facebook you can't create another app called facebook however you can make an app called facebook dash some social media like some like some you can have your name just just like be different things you can say like your app name colon something else um so that you can do that uh and you just have to prepare some like legal stuff um namely a privacy statement you have to do that for the play store as well uh and there's some screenshots for the app store the screenshots are a little more strict they can't be just like like just whatever size you have to have it there's like a whole documentation on like the screenshots but uh if you're submitting ipad or iphone apps your your screenshots has to be like iphone uh 6.6.5 inch and the 5.5 inch the 5.5 the 5.5 inch iphones are the ones with the home button um Mm, like the size of that uh if you're submitting ipad apps then you have to make like the first gen um i uh 12.9 inch ipad pro so like the with the home button ipad pro and the the newer ipad pros without the home button um 12.9 inch size um but yeah uh what, what you could do is that you can like make some like pretty graphics like some some like your own design with some like slogans like text some images and then have your screenshots you can also be like more creative like um it's not necessarily creative but you can like make your few screenshots sort of connected um mm, and yeah. have that to be a big picture <laughs> but uh, um but yeah um and then you just upload your binary there's some like interesting things about uploading your binary there are a few ways to do it, a few ways of doing it um since this is a further podcast we want to talk about a little bit more further specific uh, so the mm-hmm. oh, oh, okay the default way of doing it is that you would go to your Xcode. Um, you have to have a Mac, by the way, or you can try Code Magic. 
that's like an mm. uh, a, yeah. a service that that will like kind of do CI/CD for you. But in terms of like yeah. by yourself, you have to have a Mac, uh, install Xcode, um, go to like uh, product archive and then archive your thing, and then uh, say upload and or mm. deliver, and that will deliver. You have to fill out a few blanks, but um, it's kind of annoying to do that every single time. So there's this com- command line tool called, um, I, I, I just need a, I, I think I wrote the script a little while ago. It's called um, uh, AL tool. So the full syntax is XC run uh, AL tool and then dash dash upload app. And then uh, and there's, you can do dash dash type iOS and then given the IPA file and provide your API key and your API issuer. Uh, and you need to have your key. It's like it's like kind of a process to set up, but once it's set up, it's like really fluent. Um, you can like have your keys in the dot private uh, private keys file or fo- folder directory in in your home folder, home directory, and then it'll be you know dot pa files you get from Apple. You'll have to go to the Apple Developer Console, go to keys. Um, and get your own API key, and then you can like do everything from the command line, and just may- like maybe set up some scripts to do that. So, um, what was that? Called? <laughs> AL what, what? tools. Yeah, you can look up XC run, um, XC run, uh, AL tool. That does a lot of things. It's really cool. Hmm. Um. Okay, so can I? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna ask about um, you you set up you know the privacy policy. Did you use a um generator like? Oh yeah, I did. The... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, when I was trying to make that, I was I was like I didn't know what to do, and then I, I yeah. was using some someone someone told me to use that thing like use a website to make it for you. Is that mm-hmm. what you did? Yeah, that's why I did. Also, did yeah. the same thing for terms of service. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, that was just my question. Yeah. Um, yeah, keep um, going. What are you saying? Oh yeah. Oh, um, I was gonna say like after you upload your app, the app is or app, after you upload your binary, it's gonna go to your builds section, and you can create yeah. a test uh, test flight. Um, pretty much, you can like ask people to test your app. Um, yeah. Test flight is the, I would say it would be the easiest way to test an iOS app. Like a lot of people go for Firebase app distribution, but that's like a huge pain to do that because. If you do that, you have to, like, if you, like, send your friend an invitation to do uh, a Firebase app distribution, they download the app, and then and then, what happens is that they will send you, like, a Firebase will send you their device ID, and you have to add that device ID to your certificate, and you have to recompile the app, and then send another bill to them again so that they could download it, pretty much. It is extremely mm. annoying. So I would say just go for test flight. Um, test flight <laughs> yeah, does yeah. have does have a review process. It is, yeah. It, it, you you do have to have it go through review process. But the review review process only gets triggered when you get a new version number. So by version number, I mean so like in your version, you got like zero point zero point one. That's your version number, right? Yeah. And then you got a build number like plus two. Yeah. So. If only your build number changes, uh, and you submit your binary, you don't have to go through review. 
only when you uh, submit a new version. However, let's say let's say you already published your app. Um, you had like version 1.0 build one. Um, yeah. Now you can't like if you just submitted your app, you can't you can't make a 1.0.0 plus two build up there, or you know mm. plus five build up there because yeah. uh, App Store says oh that version number has been closed. You can't use that version number anymore. Oh. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of nitty gritty. I. <laughs> uh, uh, but but yeah, like after you're ready, you can just like submit. Um, it asks you for like some export, um, like whatever compliant questions. Um, mm. If you don't want to answer like those export compliant questions, like do you use like um, standard encryption stuff? Like if you don't want to answer mm. that questions every day, every time, uh, you, there's like a an, um, a field that you can put in the um, in the info.plist file. So mm. in your runner info.plist, um, there's this. Uh, there's this field called ITS app uses non-exam encryption. You can set that to false, um, and and yeah, and that if you upload your binary, then you won't get asked the, the questions again and again. Right. Um. Uh, that's like <clears throat> that's like a brief overview of like the submission process. Uh, there's some like things to to know like to for for like the actual app store review. Like the test flight review itself is not that harsh. It's not that strict, but the app store review, like they 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 could like say like, uh, oh like you can't do this, you can't do that. Uh, one of the things, um, or I want to like just mention a few things. So first of all, if yeah. your app has uh, a signing signing in thing, like if you have like any authentication, um, just email password authentication is okay. But if you have like any OAuth. Like any OAuth, like Google, Facebook, Twitter, GitHub, whatever OAuth you have, then you have to do Apple sign in. Um, then you have to support Apple sign in if you use any oh, OAuth. Oh right. Yeah, that's okay. that's that's kind of annoying, but I I didn't know that, and then I was like, how is app Apple or how is sign in with Apple adoption happen so quickly? And then I was like, yeah. oh, that's why I didn't force all apps to sign <laughs> in with Apple. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Apple right, has their okay. way. Um, but um, but yeah, there's also like there's some like quirks of like in terms of what information you can ask in the sign-in process. Like you can't ask for like other um, uh, unnecessary info from the user. Like if you want to ask like what their birthday is, just to hmm. like. You can't do that. You can't ask that. Like, if you want to verify, oh, your user is like, um, third year, uh, age thirteen or above. Like, but your app doesn't really use birthday. Um, then it's not if it's not core of the functionalities. Then you can't do that. Um, right. Yeah, also, like, also if you have if your app has like authentication, like if you have an account system, then there has to be a way. Like Apple enforces that that there has to be a way for you to delete the account. So you have to implement that. Mm. And if your app is some sort of like social media, uh, there has to be a way to block users, to report mm. users. There has to be a mechanism of like reporting content. Like so, Apple enforces that a lot. So I, I feel like the Apple you know review process like kind of it does kind of make the app store a little bit better. 
Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't know about what you, what you said just then about the you have to have a way to delete the account. I mean, it makes sense, like yeah, that they would have those guidelines. Yeah, you have to yeah. be able to like request your data to be deleted. It's like privacy mm. thing. Like the it has to have the ability for the user itself to go to the setting and mm -hmm. delete my and account delete, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, but yeah I, I didn't know about that. You have, to block, you have to make sure to get them to block them as well. So mm -hmm. in your in your um, rivals app, you had you had to have all, all of that. Features oh yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Have to block and all of that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hope uh, I hope people um, listening. If you guys want are like submitting to the app store soon, hope you have a smooth process. The app store mm -hmm. review time has been getting like really short, like less than sometimes even less than like. A day, like I would mm. just submit it t tonight, or and then it would be reviewed, like or reviewed and approved on the next day. Right. So yeah. Right. Definitely best of luck for the app store or for the app developers out there, and, and yeah. And also, uh, Mitch, yeah. you're 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 gonna submit your um your habit tracker soon, right? Yeah, that's actually a. Uh, mentioned at the beginning that's actually a goal i want to do because i'm always only just making apps for myself to learn <laughs> and then just making youtube tutorials that i didn't i didn't place enough emphasis on actually publishing the app and so mm -hmm. that's actually a specific goal i want to have and oh that actually brings me to the question of we we're talking about how simple is simple <laughs> my habit track is pretty simple so like i don't oh yeah like, do you know what i mean like how mm. Yeah, like, how do you address this simple part of it? So, they, basically, David was saying in the App Store, you can't have a simple app. <laughs> like, the <laughs> functionality being a s single function app. Mm -hmm. um, so, how does that work? Like, I mean, with a calculator, a calculator is pretty simple one functionality. And there are calculators on there. So, how does that how does that work? Mm, so, there's... There are definitely calculators up there, but you don't see like a calculator that just just have like the number fields like a plus minus. <laughs> yeah, like those don't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your calculator at, like at least has to have some like a little bit of like uniqueness, just a little bit, or, like you know, some like scientific functionalities maybe. Oh yeah, I remember. Do, so do how, you know? how does how does? Mm -hmm. oh, sorry, oh, I was going to say ahead. just on the ca just, uh -huh. just on, on that calculator example, like how does one judge? that like i just have to make a calculator app and then like submit it and just see what they say in the review process that kind of thing like how would you know like okay if i add pi a button of pi or like if i add a log button or something like <laughs> at what point does it become it's not, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah I, I, I know that that could sound like really arbitrary and like really ambiguous but right it's um uh, so first of all like if you're submitting a calculator app like chances are <laughs> It's not, <laughs> that's not, that's not, doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, let's say, let's say you you really want to make a calculator app and, and, and like you're down to make one and you want to submit to the app store. So like just from the perspective of the app store people, like they want to see like, yeah. oh, why, why, why would I want to have this on the app store? Um, mm. So if it's a calculator app and there's like probably a, a, at least like, 20 calculator apps out there that are like mm. mostly already the same um the thing is uh if your calculator app only has like 
like uh, like doesn't even have like any feature that is above like other like if you if your calculator app has less features than any of the existing calculator apps and, and i think that's like really easy to judge and they'd be like mm-hmm. looking at your calculator app like that this is like too simple that's like kind of an easy to judge thing but like i would yeah. say like if your calculator app gets a little bit more complexity like it just shows a little bit more um yeah like let's say it has some some like just some some functionalities regarding like maybe uh uh some um i don't know like linear algebra um calculation yeah. then like maybe oh uh they'd be like oh that's that's really useful cuz um you do have apps that are like dead simple but they serve mm-hmm. a functionality functionality like let's say like remember like the pull app like the pulley app yeah they're like pool um maintenance they do have like a companion app but it it looks like really simple on just on the surface uh but i i haven't looked at look at that like closely but i mean like if you have like some service and you you need a companion app and uh, yeah. the companion app is simple apple allows that mm. because your app serves of like a unique specific purpose yeah um, so apple would allow that yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah but if your app is like just supposed to be like for anyone and it's also like a very simple service this very simple purpose that has already been fulfilled by like so many different apps um yeah then apple probably won't um right i remember there's like a fun example that do you remember force touch force yes i do yeah yeah, yeah force touch i think it was introduced yeah. in iphone 6s my iphone 10 has yeah. force touch as well um oh so, really yeah there, there was there was an app that um it's pretty much an app that uh like they because you have access to force touch api so you mm. can tell like how forceful the user is pressing it yeah. so they they made a bathroom scale app that turns your Ooh. iphone into a bathroom scale what not a bathroom wow. scale maybe like a just a just an electronic weight yeah like thing. a weight yeah. yeah 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 like they have like a circle what? you just put your weight on there <laughs> and apple just denied <laughs> that app Apple's like, oh, yeah. Apple just because that that I think is, that caused a little bit controversy. It made it made a headline. I remember um, the news because hmm. it was the reason was the reason that it got denied. It's only on specific iPhones. Like false touch is not no not, not because of that. I think oh. the the reason was that was that that can potentially damage your phone that could, that could lead users of, to damaging ah, your phone <laughs> interesting but yeah right that's a that's a funny that's a funny example like <laughs> I, when you when you said that i was like oh that's a cool idea but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you know just again i just keep wanting to drill on that calculator example not that i want to you know submit a calculator <laughs> but just you just using that as an example like you know, like a basic, oh, basic, but like, you know, like a scientific calculator a high school student would use. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got a number pad, you know, all the addition, all that stuff. But then there's like a whole top section of like sine, cos, tan, like a bunch of functions and stuff. Mm. Like, those calculators already exist. So is the, is the question, like, is the consideration about it already exists or is the question about it's too simple, if you know what I mean? Like, mm. um, 
Because you could argue like a scientific calculator is not simple, but if it a bunch of them already exist, then one could view it as okay, it's a simple app. You know what I mean? Like, I think for <clears throat> scientific calculators, they could get a little complex. Um, yeah, and I think if you submit a, t- a, a scientific calculator, your 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 app will po- probably pass. Hmm. And um, right, it, it's just that like maybe like. <laughs> I don't want to like set an arbitrary number, uh, like set set a number, like oh, if you have uh, if you have like this many features, then you will pass. Like I don't, I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. just like this is like purely like, gut feeling. Like, yeah. Like if I or if you were the app store review people and you saw like a simple calculator app, you're like, dude, like why mm. <laughs> why why are you going through the effort yeah. of submitting this? Right. So for the, I mean. I didn't even really think about that part too much, but it would at the end of the day, it would be people like at the app, Apple like headquarters. It would be people reviewing the apps for the yeah. most part, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not just all automated like processes and yeah, yeah. They would actually yeah. have some human judgment, mm-hmm. um, right? That makes sense. Um, like, cause again, I was just thinking about like when you think about like games, like Flappy Bird is a very simple game, and so mm. like. I'm sure. I'm sure there's like a hard balance to strike of like, it has to be a complicated game, or you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, um, I think it's it's more like for games, it's kind of it's loose. different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Um, but yeah. yeah. No, that's that's <laughs> good. Um, so yeah, like, are you excited about putting up your your native? Your, I mean, your Insta board onto the mm-hmm. App Store. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be really cool. It's gonna like, um, once I have that on the app store, like on the website, I'm gonna say like, oh, I'm gonna d- detect if the user are using like mobile devices on on mm. the, um, on web, and I'll be like, oh, right. uh, download the app. Like I'll have a pop up, or not like yeah, a yeah, like yeah, a yeah. banner, saying oh, right, right, like, use the use the app for better performance. Yeah, better experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you could you could do the Reddit route where it's like you just. I was telling you, if I go on Reddit on my phone in the browser, it'll like after like five, ten seconds, it'll just blur out. It's like, nah, I've downloaded the app. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it sends me to the app store. I'm like, okay, I'll download. The app. <laughs> yeah, my, my philosophy is that I want to make the web version as good as possible. Mm, I really want to make like the the the. Okay, I do want the users to use the app. Yeah, I do want yeah. the users to use the app because it does perform better, definitely. But mm. I just want to make sure that it's not like a burden to like to have to download the app, because you know mm. there there are cases where maybe the, their Apple ID hasn't been set up, or maybe uh they're logged onto a friend's Apple ID that they don't have like the the password to. Like there there are plenty of mm. cases that it might be hard to download an app, or maybe like mm. oh uh, I just don't feel like downloading an app. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't I, I don't want to like force anyone to download the app. I just want to like sort of suggest. <laughs> Right, yeah, that makes sense. That goes in line with your, the reason you, uh, kind of one of the reasons at the beginning you made it was like when you were checking out other whiteboard apps, it was so difficult mm-hmm. to just get started. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that's really interesting because when I first looked like for whiteboard apps, I exclusively mm. only looked on the App Store. I I completely forgot mm. about like looking on the internet. Like I was like. Like right. who would use a web-based web app? Like or who who would use a web-based right. whiteboard app? Yeah. That that would work like so bad. That that's what mm. that's my that's my bias. That's my prejudice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
I feel like right, right. <laughs> now looking at like I've tried like a few whiteboard or online um, whiteboard apps. Uh, like Miro works okay on the web um, for mobile devices. But I just remember like mm. I personally have to buy. I'm I'm not sure about you, but like if you're looking for a whiteboard app on your iPad, would you go to the App Store? Or would you go go to Google? Hmm. Yeah. I think I would actually go to YouTube. Oh, YouTube. To look for someone's review that hopefully, like, suggests me an iPad app. Yeah. Oh, that that's really important. That's really important. I need to make that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. What, what part of what part of what I said? I, I need to make a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. YouTube video. Like, you know, TikTok videos. Like. Yeah, all, all all that stuff. That's so um, interesting. That's your yeah, search I think like engine. Nowadays, I always YouTube is my yeah, it's my main search engine. Like, um, wow, it's always interesting. Even even like tutorial for like when I'm trying to learn a Flutter something, um, mm-hmm. it's like I could I could Google it or I could YouTube it. It's always an interesting <laughs> decision because like if I Google it, I may get some YouTube videos, but I also might maybe get like Medium articles or something. And sometimes I do prefer that, like just uh-huh. a written text. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, I'll go to YouTube first to see if someone already like condensed this information for me to just um, to absorb. So mm. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would definitely go. And by the way, just to, I don't know if you've, uh, if you would do anything like this, but. It's actually really easy to just start a YouTube channel, even for mm. Instaboard as an app, if you know what I mean. Like just to, you know, have another have another channel. I actually saw your actually I don't know if I told you, but I saw the TikTok. I looked up oh. Instaboard on TikTok. How was it? I found the video. I was like, Yeah, it was good, yeah. And then I commented on it. I was like, Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I oh yeah, so it's not comment. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, stuff like that. Like I know what you're talking about now, like the the voiceover. Like it's like mm-hmm. a trend thingy on TikTok. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. Nice. I think like we were talking about this before, but like um, the discoverability of what you create is so well done these days. Mm. Where like you went through such the hard work of making the app. Mm-hmm. Um that in 2022 like if it was like 10 20 years ago you you have to go through the effort of making the app but then you have to go through that almost the same amount of effort to actually put it out there (laughs) whether that's money or you know ads or whatever but nowadays it's like all of those channels are like nicely it's just ready for you to to put your stuff out there Um, yeah yeah and also yeah when you oh yeah i mean i say this every week but like when you when you're ready when your instaboard app is ready with the you know, Play Store, App Store, whatever it is, and mm-hmm. you're ready to deal with some traffic, then, yeah, like, we should, uh, you know, I should talk about it on my main channel. Oh, that would be and, fantastic. Yeah. Like, like specifically, like, the video is like, oh, this is Instaboard app. Like, the first app that I would, you know, review, quote-unquote. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll let you know as soon as, po- uh, as, soon as possible, as soon as, like, the uh, yeah, app is... No, no rush. ...ready on the App Store. But, yeah, that's super yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's super exciting. Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just curious because, like, when you, when I, if I would make a video on that, like, and people watch it, like, there's like will be like a sudden influx of you know certain number of people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so that'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, speaking of which, just uh, talking about reviewing apps, I mm-hmm. if you've heard me before, I've uh, I always talk about this, but I was thinking to help other Flutter devs out because I have uh, I have got I got a lot of benefits from just something like Flutter existing. Like it's helped me a lot, you know, just to 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 learn code and have fun and create apps. And mm. so because of that, I make, you know, YouTube videos and it actually creates income for me. So I have a lot of love for Flutter and I want to kind of give back to other Flutter people in the community. And so I'm going to review apps, kind of like what we talked about reviewing David's Instaboard app on my main YouTube channel, which has a little bit more subscribers. And so I made a Google Doc. Oh, no, sorry. I made a Google form for people to fill out. So I'll link that below. I'm going to put it mm. all over my social media. Maybe I'll make a video again to to sort of announce it more properly. Um, but yeah, I was like, how should I organize people's submissions? Because last time people were just putting it on Reddit and <laughs> stuff like that. And I just kind of wanted a nice organized way. So I'll link the Google form below. And so basically, anyone listening, if you have a Flutter app that you made and it's like, like it works, like I could download it or I could go to your web app, um, then just submit it. And if I come across an app that I think will, is like worthy of it, you know, if it's like well-made or if I think it's a cool app, then yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it. Maybe even interview you if you're down for like a video live conversation Mm -hmm. to just help your, help your app get out there. And also to have a conversation about how you made the app because Mm -hmm. I learned so much. And I think a lot of people learn a lot from, from that. And there's some, there is something about, there is a kind of hunger. I, I don't know, for me at least, I have a hunger of of listening and watching content related to Flutter devs making apps. Because so, <laughs> I'm sure there's so many people Flutter devs making apps, but it just feels so quiet. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone's just secretly making the apps and just giving their <laughs> two cents on Reddit. And I kind of want to... Uh, you know, get more more input on that because, like, when I talk to even when I just talk to David, and he is a Flutter, you know, person as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I just learned so much just from talking to someone like that, and and I'm sure like uh, other people agree as well. You know, listening into just you and me talk. So yeah, it's yeah. definitely cool. Like, cause there there are not a lot of like people who are, who talk about Flutter like verbally, like face to face talk about Flutter because like you see people, you see software devs all the time. But none of them are like, like it's just like on, on a daily life basis. Like you meet mm. a lot of people. In fact, I, I yeah. don't ever, I almost never meet people who really care about Flutter. Same, same. Like I only meet people that are, they probably like know Flutter, like heard about Flutter. Like even mm. if they heard about Flutter, that's like already kind of mm. rare. So like yeah, I feel like yeah. just being able to talk with someone that's like also into Flutter is is super cool. That's why I'm I'm really yeah. enjoying this podcast just because like I'm able to talk about stuff related to Flutter. Yeah, it's so true about, like, if I talk to someone and they even, like, have heard of Flutter, I'm like, really? Like, did you, yeah. act, do you actually know it? <laughs> or, like, or, or, yeah, because, you know, sometimes, like, they'll just be nodding. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. if this guy actually heard yeah. of Flutter or not, but, um... Yeah, uh, Google, they need to, they need to yeah. get this thing out. This, this uh, they need to really do some marketing on Flutter, man. They, they really do. yeah. I think like um I think I mean cuz I mean obviously you did computer you do computer science and so I'm sure you know other people who 
you know, do software and stuff like that. Like, what's the vibe of Flutter for for those people? Um, even if for, they don't use it, like, you mean like, what vibe, do they think of Flutter? Uh, you mean like in terms of like my my friends or my class? Yeah, just like in your yeah classmates. Um, you know, other social, mm. other software engineers that you know, like friends, like mm, yeah. yeah. Actually, you're really into Flutter. Like, what about your <laughs> friends? Yeah, actually, I don't ever, I've never, like, out of all the people I've met who know Flutter, um, there are, like, a few people I, I've met who, like, use Flutter as well, but, like, very few, mm. like, probably, like, three. Um, out of all those people and out of, like, the people who have heard of Flutter and out of people who have, like, mainly used React Native and also heard of Flutter, um, yeah. there's, there's like, no criti- like criticizing, like, opinions about Flutter. It's really weird. Like, on the internet, people bash Flutter all the time. But like mm. in real life, I've never heard people like saying bad things about Flutter. It's really, it's really weird. Like the the vibe mm. is usually like for the people who've just heard of Flutter, they're like, oh, that's cool, it's Flutter. I'm not really sure what that is. I'm not sure how the, the, the like Flutter really works. And for the people who like kind of know Flutter a little bit better, they like they, like all the people who really know Flutter just a little bit better. They like Flutter, and they think, oh, it's it's really cool. It's like and all the, out of all the people who've tried Flutter, they all like like the the developer experience. So I'm not sure what's going on here. I'm not sure what's like, what's what, where's the you know what it coming is? from? I think it's what you said. It's a it's kind of like you were talking about coding with Mitch, that Android guy. Uh huh. It's probably like that where it's like you just haven't used it and you have that kind of surface level judgment. Yeah, and you're right. If if you take the percentage of people who have used it then they'll have often you know positive feedback yeah um, yeah just yeah. like like whoever like actually use father they mm. they usually like father <laughs> so mm. um but yeah um i mean definitely yeah, it's not, and, and I'm, I'm not saying like there's no there's no like it's father, i'm not saying father is all good yeah 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 there's sure, definitely, yeah. definitely like disadvantages but um it's I was just gonna say terrible. that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like with any negative, it's always a trade-off. I was like uh-huh. in, in your mind, it's always like a trade-off of like, yeah, there is this bad thing, um, but it's almost like you have to be willing. I think you said this a long time ago. Like there was some negative about Flutter, and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm willing to tell, take this L, <laughs> like just for the, <laughs> just just, yeah. just for the cross-platform nature just of it. You know, you're gonna like trade off. You're gonna trade <laughs> off these things. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, there's not gonna be a perfect system. Oh uh-huh, yeah, and out of all the people of I know that who picked React Native over Flutter, like, um, mm. they're all of them have the same reason that they just know React Native better. They they just they just knew React, ah, yeah. so that's why they picked yeah, React Native. Yeah. That, that's like the only reason. Mm. And like some of them even Amazing. acknowledge that Flutter is better, and they still like <laughs> I'm gonna take the L because I I knew React, um, but but yeah. I, is it I, is, is it almost like you get too deep into a certain tech stack you can't like get out of it like <laughs> I, I think people just like they want to like start working on um okay because I, I i know a I, I know a startup in my school um they were working on mm. a website right so they had a website um it's like a ride sharing uh site so Ooh. they were working on a w- website so they used react it was a web app and then they decided to make a w- mobile app so I was like, oh, 
like what would you use like they maybe use react native like because you already had react right so that's like that's my reaction even i wouldn't recommend using flutter in that case because they already have like resources re in react i'm like yeah just use react native yeah. so they use react native and then they tur and then they shut off their main site i was like why why, why do you shut off the main site um I, I was I was curious. <laughs> I was curious, like why why do you shut up your main main site? I thought I, I thought it was like a web app, right? And now now it's just a mobile yeah. app. Wouldn't wouldn't it be better to start with Flutter like in the first place? But yeah. I mean like, I mean like websites are definitely I feel like better in terms of like it, it's better for them like for for their circumstances. But I thought it was interesting yeah, that right. they started with React and then they used React Native <laughs> and then they 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 stopped having a, a website version and now they're a mobile yeah. app. Um, sounds like some like domino effect like they're just the journey they took like yeah <laughs> yeah it makes sense but yeah <laughs> just like a quick thing yeah. to say like in the process of like them making the react native uh app they actually didn't use any of their previous react code which is a big hmm. confusion point for me i was like i was like huh uh they, 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 <laughs> they like build the react native app from the ground up um yeah they didn't use any of the maybe, <laughs> maybe it was maybe maybe because I don't know they just needed like a redesign of the whole yeah they're, they're going through a the redesign whole, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the going whole system a needs to clean up yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I was like huh oh. <laughs> I actually have one last question and we'll we'll sign off um, but like I have one last question that I just thought of um, you know when we talk about like tech and coding and stuff like in my when I listen to you talk, I always say this to you, but like you're like genius level. Oh like, my gosh! Oh my and what I'm and what I'm curious about is, in your perspective, anyone around you that you think is like, wow, that guy's like genius, like level, like, like what what does that person do? Like what what is what does he do? <laughs> do you have I'm... anyone like that that you like look at him and you're like, wow, this guy's so smart? Like, oh my gosh, uh. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't like consider myself as genius level because I, I I think a lot of times like when I talk about stuff, I just quote Reddit stuff. Like I I just heard oh I heard about this, heard about that, heard about you know heard about all oh, like whatever. Um, but I feel like I've definitely like been with like people like I I think I would be like genius level because they're, they're like they're really into like um, math. I feel like all the people I I've met that I think are genius level are like the mathy type like. The type mm -hmm. that are interested in like thinking about hard questions, like that's why I think that's like really incredible. Because I feel like I don't, I can't, I'm not interested, or it's not like it's not like uh, okay, it's not like I don't want to do it. It's like okay, I, I do want to try it, but I I couldn't even raise interest. Like I I, mm -hmm. I couldn't or how should I put it? like it's really I can't physically do it. Like just figuring out some like math hard mathematical problem because oh, right. if i if i can't see like progress it, it's really hard for me to work like for programming mm -hmm. uh, like you you obviously see progress like even if you just write some really dumb code you still see progress but for math it's almost like this this difficulty curve is like you keep working keep working and then you suddenly you jump from zero to one you, you got the solution um, right but before like that, you're, you're talking about mm -hmm. like you're talking about people who's like they're like sitting there like proving math theorems and that kind of stuff right yeah and also just thinking about like math stuff like you know like even like solving the alignment problem like you know like some like mm. some stuff like that or like f yeah. sitting there figuring out some like not maybe not necessarily math like maybe 
some like algorithm that's like kind of like math i feel like that right right just very um, admirable yeah yeah definitely but like it's all but like it's all with those people it's a very theory heavy Mm. thing right yeah yeah and not 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 to say that that's not important because like it's almost like those Mm. theory um like when they solve those kind of theory it will it make its way practically down the line a few years later or like you know five ten years later like Mm. um it's kind of it's kind of like same as your the scrolling the bouncing thing Mm -hmm. it's like when they make that math when they were like discovering that math a long time ago they're not they don't they're not thinking like oh david needs this scrolling thing it's like <laughs> it, it makes its way down the line yeah we definitely. can use it for like the practical use of it for whatever yeah. the situation is yeah yeah definitely admire them they don't think about application they just think about the, mm. the raw thing like the raw theory right, yeah makes yeah. sense makes sense um yeah any anything else david that you want to you want to talk about just before we sign off yeah, I think that that was a really good episode. Uh, yeah, um, please check out uh, Mitch's um, uh, form, and he he made a Reddit post a while ago. I thought it was really cool. Um, you've never seen, I've never seen a YouTuber does that, uh, like uh, like a tech YouTuber does that. I've never seen that before. Mm. Um, but yeah, I actually, I actually mm-hmm. got the idea from. I don't know if you know this guy. He was an iOS developer, Asian dude. Oh. I can't remember what his name was, but his it was like literally called like create app, learn app. Uh, anyway, whatever. Like there was this Asian guy from Silicon Valley. I was just always mm-hmm. watching his YouTube videos on like how to make iOS apps and stuff, mm-hmm. um, or like Flutter or Flutter apps. Uh, so yeah, I got the idea from him. He was just sitting there reviewing them. So oh, cool. that, that was cool. Yeah, but yeah. I thought but anyway, it was really we'll cool sign off. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool to do. Check out that form yeah yeah for sure and yeah. again if anyone hasn't checked out instagram then check it out we'll link it below as well so cool other than that we'll catch you guys next week see us right. see ya